from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett.
Marvline, important things. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am here with Tyler and Rachel of Flare Light. How you guys doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. So, before we get into everything, what have you guys been up to? What has been going on in your world as far as music? Oh, man. <laughs> All kinds of things. <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess to the hopefully short version, I mean, kind of like everybody else, the last couple of years, which feels like this total time vortex, you know, but like ever since the COVID stuff happened, uh, we kind of, we're just locked away for a while. Um, and we're working on a bunch of songs and, you know, and just send, sending each other stuff back and forth and working on it. And finally we kind of got to a point where we thought, yeah, I think, I think we've got some stuff we like here. So, uh, we're able to finally get together at a point and start recording it. And, um, then the last yes six months or so we've kind of just been in the trenches getting everything ready for release and prepping singles and artwork and and all of that so yeah just pretty much hitting the ground running for the last uh yeah six months i guess now huh yeah feels i think so feels that way something like that very cool so with the pandemic and the lockdown was that beneficial to you guys writing and coming up with music i think so um we certainly had a lot more time than we usually do to to do things like that, you know, since uh, we couldn't tour or anything like that, be it us or with other bands, you know. Yeah. So we had tons of time to write, and some of that's kind of influenced in some of the songs anyways, like uh, one of the new ones that we just had to talk about called Somewhere. It's kind of written about a um, love in time of pandemic, I guess you could say, like being separated and all that stuff. But yeah, we've had plenty of time to write stuff and record and uh, put some pretty cool songs together and, and have had time to really soak them up and let them do their things on their own and become what they are instead of having to like rush stuff out. You know, that's that's us- that's kind of like where our strength is that we don't have to make a big rush out of things like we got to get this record out. We got to get this record out. We've had time to really, as Rachel likes to put, marinate on it and <laughs> And uh, really get these songs where they need to be. And I think we've got some good stuff. Yeah. That said, though, we're definitely ready to get out of the house now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a fun past little while, has it? <laughs> Such a just so weird. Gosh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Glad everything is starting to open back up. You guys, have y'all booked your tour? Um where all you're headed with the release of this new album? We've got a we've got a release show planned in December. What what's the exact date, Rachel? December seventh. Um, right. Yeah, and then we're working on hopefully getting together some dates for 2023. So that'll kind of kick us off, and then yeah, yeah, we got us and our squad are working on the rest of that. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, guys, I wish all the best of luck on the tour. Um, let's talk about some of the songs that you guys sure. have recorded, written, got ready. Uh, you mentioned your latest single. Uh, yeah, uh, we just put out our first one 
I guess it's been three weeks ago now called Make Me Sick, the the lead single from the the new album. And it's going over pretty well from what I can tell. And uh yeah, it's been great. It's uh it's a little more in your face than what people might be used to from our first album, but but I think a lot of the songs on this record we've talked about before are a little more direct as far as like whatever the style or influence, whatever you want to call it. We we definitely leaned a little heavier into it this time instead of sort of like testing the waters, I guess you could say. I guess yeah. we had nothing to lose in all the all that time we had on our hands. So it was like yeah. with you know, one song would be like, Do you want to make it kind of a harder you know, uh, like a harder rock and thing. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. And then another one. Oh, do you want to make it like, do you want to go full synth pop? Yeah. Let's do that. So that's been kind yeah. of cool. We've always kind of been that way as far as like nothing's, I don't want to say sacred, but nothing's off limits as far as like what we, what kind of influences we have or what kind of song we might bring to the table. If it's good and we both like it, then we're going to go for it, you know, and make me sick is definitely along the, the harder rocking songs like she was saying and then we're going to put out a new single next week called yep. one more night in the whale drug dealer
nice. Very cool. Yeah. What, what was it like going in the studio recording those songs? How did they come together? Did Were they, you know, did you guys lay down vocals first or was it like, okay, I've got this riff, let's build from it? Yeah, it kind of depends on who brought the idea in first, honestly. And usually, usually we'll start on our own and demo at our respective places and then we'll even before pandemic times we would kind of do it this way where we would we would demo a song at our house that we kind of had an idea for send it to the other person like an email or something and then they would either me or rachel would uh put our little sheen on it and mess with little things here and there and send it back and forth and back and forth until we've got a song basically that's kind of the the cliff note version of it i guess you could say yeah which turned out like he was saying that we already really kind of did that before um before any sort of lockdowns or things like that but it ended up being fortunate for us because that way like it didn't stop us from being able to keep doing that exact process when we weren't um as easily able to be together so so yeah so we would kind of like like he said we'd back and forth stuff until we would and so, and then basically we would do it until we had pretty, pretty fully formed concepts for the, or songs really not even concepts anymore. And we usually are kind of MO is we just do that until we've got a whole chunk of them ready to go that we're feeling really good about. And then that's when we'll get together um, and uh, like basically, you know, re-record an official version, um, put all the bells and whistles on it. Yeah. And it, it's cool. We do it. Um, we do that part ourselves as well, which gives yeah. us a massive amount of just creative freedom and, you know, not, not as locked into like time limits of, Oh, well, you know, we've got the studio for five hours. Like we'll, we self-engineer and produce everything so we can just go nuts on it, which is yeah. always fun. It's kind of a labor of love for us. Oh, most definitely. And uh, for the first record, we kind of just recorded, Anywhere we could, to be honest. Anywhere from my old apart. Yeah, we did some apartment recording in mm-hmm. Hermitage, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. Anywhere from that to someone's bathroom in New Orleans. <laughs> but uh, but this time, once we had all the songs fully formed, we kind of convened, reconvened at my studio here in Camden, Tennessee, and did most of the tracking here. But yeah, it's nice because it's not like we're renting out a big dollar studio. We've can chill out and take as long as we want sleep on this little green couch that I'm sitting on right now, if we need to, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's nice and easy and comfortable and relaxed. And I think that that's at least for me, that's kind of ideal for creating like we do. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Uh, I love it. I love that, you know, you're able to do it wherever you can even the recording it in, you know, Louise, um, in the bathroom, in the apartment, do you get those like background noises where it's like, well, that's just going to have to be in there. I mean, yeah, sometimes, and that's sometimes that's kind of cool too. Like, uh, and then, you know, it's easy to sort of say like, Oh, we recorded in this bathroom, but it was totally on purpose. You know, like we wanted, we we wanted a certain sound and we had the amp set up in there and it was it was just kind of perfect for what we were doing then but yeah. uh but yeah and then sometimes if a little trinkle of noise filters in and we're like that's kind of cool i can't remember what what song it was i don't think it was one that we actually ended up using but um it seems like 
there was like a door squeak or something like that. Do you remember Oh, that? yeah, there was, yeah. And we were like, oh, that's kind of really cool. Let's keep that. Yeah, I thought you did it on purpose, but somebody had opened a door and it squeaked and it sounded creepy and weird. Um, Yeah, because it and had effects on it. We're like, ooh, that's cool. yeah, and I know, like, I remember when we were recording, because basically we were using a friend of mine's bathtub because it had for reverberation because <laughs> we're very technical. Um, but I remember one of the days we were doing that, um, she had done, was doing laundry, like in the little building right next to it, or, you know, like on the other side of the wall. And so we were like, oh crap, like <laughs> we got to wait an hour before we can record because the dryer, you know, it was like tumble drying. So there, so yeah, it was, so we on purpose sometimes pick these weird spots just to kind of put Yeah. a weird character into the sound. But there are the occasional times where like with the, the drying of the laundry that we're like, well, I guess Wasn't that the same time that we sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, Wasn't that the same time that we did some vocals there too? And it was like winter time and we had to turn off the heater because it was making so much noise and we were just freezing no, that's it. our asses off trying to do vocals. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's New Orleans winter, so like grain of salt, but to be fair, it's really, it's always really humid down here. So even if it's like 48 degrees, which isn't cold, cold, if it's 48 and like really kind of just damp feeling, you'll feel pretty cold. And And then yeah, one we, of exactly. We had to turn off the heat because it was too noisy. And so we were just like bundled up freezing, <laughs> trying to sing the vocals. I think we did the same thing uh, during some of these, some of the recordings for this Oh, new yeah. album too, because whenever we were doing your vocals, we had to turn the heat off once. And it was whenever we had that, uh, it was like a snow or ice storm either Yeah, this year or last year, right? that was, yeah, that was kind of fun. I'm And bringing you were, slippers you had next like time, three though. coats on or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, we're we're clearly it's super glamorous <laughs> our process. Yeah. And we tend to to ramble on about things whenever we start talking about music. So bear with us. Uh, no, it's perfect. I enjoy stories like that because at the same time I'm here in my studio <laughs> and we don't have down it's a basement so there's yeah. no central heat or air so in the summertime it's really warm and i usually Oh, keep yeah. the fan on but you can't have the fan on and then try to record because you get that low in the back Oh, yeah. and you're like oh, i can't hide that <laughs> i'll just have to sweat for 30 minutes Yeah, we've had some sweat lodge moments too. <laughs> yeah ah the life right <laughs> oh yeah and that's exactly like i feel like i mean i think it's funny because i think a lot of times people who who've not ever done that type of thing you know like are under the impression that it's like very glamorous or or whatever but and it, i get i suppose it can be but i i know more people with stories of, of all the times it's been very unglamorous so i think they're kind sterile of fun to share and things and, and not really conducive to creativity i guess you could say which is kind of why i like it the way that we do it too and or another reason that i like sort of doing it on our own is because of that too Yeah. But hey, those make the best stories, am I right? oh yeah for sure Um, let's get into your influences. Who's who's um have you guys pulled from as far as made your own style and really had that backing of the kind of music you do? Oh dear. <laughs> like everything that we've ever that's ever influenced us, I guess you could say any band. But uh you can start, Rach. uh yeah gosh I mean so many I've, I definitely grew up like as a teenager and, and everything my dad got me all really into just kind of the old classic rock stuff so like the Led Zeppelins and the Hearts and the Tom Petty's and you know that type of thing um but then 
especially with this stuff, just because we try to kind of push ourselves to branch out with different styles. Um, like we always, we, we always say, um, both of us really, really dig uh, Fantagram and just the way that they put together different sounds. Um, and so that's definitely an inspiration. Um, we like Wolf Alice churches. Um, I mean, gosh, I like the war on drugs. There's a lot of different stuff that, that I think comes through in little bits and pieces. Um, and yeah, sure just the way it is, you know. yeah, I'm sure I'm forgetting a billion other people. It's like when everyone's like, what's your favorite band? And you're like, uh, yeah. but I mean, there's so many things that I think are kind of obvious individually whenever you hear us play or hear a song like, uh, vocal influences everything from at least for me chris cornell anything from chris to benjamin gibbard really like even some of the soft stuff that i do has kind of got his little twinge to it the guy from death cab (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean there's just so many different things i mean obviously there's queen obviously there's like uh at least from a drumming standpoint there's definitely some rush in there sometimes not not that like we've gone all prog on you or something, but, uh, but just, but just like on fills and things and then, you know, guitar, uh, Rachel's got Nancy written all over. <laughs> oh yeah. Every time I pick up an acoustic guitar, I'm like trying to channel Nancy Wilson. She's my yeah. favorite. Who they fear defects.
nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're kind of all over the map, to be honest. Like, like obviously, we've been rattling off rock influences, but yeah, we've definitely gone, got quite a few uh, synthy things happening on this, a couple of these tracks. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, and even like I like nerd alert well taylor and i were both in band in school growing up and (laughs) (laughs) so i won't i won't take that all on me but i mean like i love movie soundtracks and things like that so there's little bits like we actually put a little bit of orchestration in the end of one of the songs on the upcoming album um which had been something that i'd kind of been dying to do forever um just because i i really kind of love some of that sort of you know parts arrangement and and being a little extra on it so kind of like with some I guess like sort of a Florence and the Machine type of uh, influence so there's like I like to have it get a little bit a little bit orchestral like that sometimes too even not always with the actual orchestral instruments sometimes I use guitars and effects and things to kind of create that feel but that's that there's definitely you can tell when I've gotten busy with something like that on something mm-hmm. yeah for sure and that's that's on an upcoming track called Meteors on the new yeah. record. Yeah. Very that cool. Quite excited about. Yeah, definitely gonna be on the lookout for that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I've gotta ask about being the drummer and the guitarist from the Queen and Adam Lambert. What was it like playing the Queen's Jubilee? Oh, it was <laughs> snap your finger and it's over you know we did like uh five i think we played like five six minutes or something like that maybe maybe yeah, it was eight it, it had to be more than that i mean you know rock you and champions are short songs maybe it was so. 10 minutes because i guess we did three but uh but yeah man it was it was crazy i mean whenever we get there and you know we kind of have an idea because we know we kind of did uh many rehearsals beforehand with uh plotting out these little points where you got to stand because we didn't have a stage set up or anything. And then Adam's like a football field away walking towards us. And we're like, wow, this is going to be huge. And uh, we get there and we know that it, we know that the stage is going to be set up in front of the queen Victoria statue. So we kind of have an idea of little bits of ideas of what it's going to be like, but you get there and everything's set up and everyone's getting ready to do this rehearsal. And you see they've got, the mall blocked off they've got it gated off so we can do our sound check without people in the stands but they're already there they're already waiting hundreds of thousands of people and you just look down that down what that road is because you can't really see down it because there's so many people but you just realize how many people it is and it just blows your mind and then you finally get up there and you see sort of the royalty on stage left and then the what British people call fans, punters on stage, right? And uh, it's just filled with throngs of people. And then it's just overwhelming kind of, but you're there to do your job and you just kind of do it. And then, then it's over, <laughs> but it was, it was crazy, man. Uh, and now obviously we were lucky it even happened to be, to be fair, but yeah. it's something I'll never forget for sure. What was the reception afterward? Where was there a lot of fans, you know, just coming up, talking to you guys, interacting, or was it just like, all right, you're done, get out of here? Well, um, since we since we were still kind of navigating touring during COVID, there wasn't a whole lot of fan interaction unless it was online, you know, and everyone was mm-hmm. just 
going crazy. It seemed like I couldn't get away from it, even if I wanted to, which it, which I didn't. But, but it was just like, no matter where you looked, and especially because we opened the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. it was just all over. It was for like a good couple of weeks. It was kind of the talk of the, seems like the world. <laughs> but it was, yeah, man, it's one of my parents' favorite words. It was surreal. <laughs> But yeah, and, and people still talk about it too. I mean, and I think maybe that has something to do with uh, the queen passing too, that it kind of got brought back up again. But uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was inescapable for a little while. It was it was nuts. I know I keep saying the same thing. It's just, I still can't find the exact right words for it sometimes, you know? Oh yeah. No, I understand. Mm-hmm. I do. It, yeah. That is just, I mean, it's so cool. Plus, I mean, you know, no other rain as long as hers. Yeah. And it'll probably never be matched. For sure. But that's awesome. I'm so glad you guys got to play it because I got to watch it. Y'all were phenomenal. Yeah. (laughs) Gonna say it. (laughs) But it was pretty rad. (laughs) And Brian coming up out of the statue, naturally, he's gonna had his awesome big entrance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was so cool. So cool. So moving from Queen to Flarelight, yeah, was there a big transition, or was it just like, okay, well, this is you know, this is us, this is what we do? I don't think so. I mean, both of us, we have gigs where we play other other music, like like with me with Queen, mm-hmm. but we talk about this all the time, where it's so much fun, and we're so lucky to be able to do things like that. But uh, with Flare Light, that's our baby, and it's our creative out. It's our creative uh, outlet too, you know. Mm. So whenever it comes time for us to do stuff, where that's definitely the thing that we're most excited about because we get to make our own music, you know. And uh, I don't know. At least for me, like whenever it's time, it's easy to get right back into it because that's because, like I said, it's our baby and it's our thing, and it's. You know, you got to have a creative outlet, and for us, it's flare light. Yeah, and like you said, like because we we both will definitely play stuff with um, other people, but we've um, like we've been just kind of working the, on the flare light stuff, w- like whenever we were just able to uh, in between other things. I guess the idea kind of the like flare light sort of unofficially started around 2016. Um, yeah. But even, even prior to that, uh, like Tyler and I have known each other for, I think, like right around a decade now. So even with, you know, the like, go, like Tyler doing a queen tour, me, you know, playing with other people, it's easy to always still like, I think that regardless of who, you know, we play with, like, we'll always still circle back around and be doing um, flare light stuff because it's just it, like we just enjoy it so much. So yeah but it is more uh grassrootsy <laughs> i'm guessing than queen <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with that and those are the bands that we promote we we want more bands to grow and become the new queen the new acdc you know man yeah, i mean somebody's that. got to <laughs> yeah. that's right they ain't gonna be around forever i mean yeah. rolling stones probably will be but keith yeah, is never keith gonna, is gonna outlive but... all of us <laughs> flare light make me sick
find you on all social medias oh uh, yeah uh, let's see so we're probably the most active on instagram that we're flare light official on instagram um we were also on facebook i think flare light or the handle might also be flare light official but I'm, i think if you search flare light you'll find us and then twitter we had to be flare light music because flare light official was too long so we're sad about it too Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's the only like I wanted it to be Flare Light official, but it, yeah. it was too many. It was like one or two too many characters. So I was like, crap. Come on, Elon, change it. I know. So that's the situation there. Uh, on our website, you can find info about us as well as, you know, if you want to pick up vinyl CDs, we have pretty cool stickers. Um, shirts. That's, yeah, shirts, flarelightofficial.com. And, and, and you can also get like info about shows or things there. Um, those are the main ones. Oh, we have a TikTok. Um, we're still learning how to use it. We're elderly. And by elderly, I mean, we're not 20 anymore. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're not actually elderly. But uh, yeah, but we do have one of those. I think that one is also Flare Light Official. So when in doubt, Flare Light Official. There you go. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. All over Spotify and oh, yeah. music mm-hmm. and all that stuff. All the main, yeah, digital. Yeah. And we have a we have a Vivo now. That's pretty cool. Hey. So, feeling fancy on the YouTube. There you go. <laughs> um, before I let y'all run away, there's a couple of them that I like to ask just to see, you know, what the plans are for the future. And one of those is, what are your three goals for the next twelve months? Oh boy! I feel yeah. like I'm being inter- interviewed for a job. That's what I was just saying. Like, what's your? <laughs> Where do you see yourself plan? in five years? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's see. But in a few, 
I guess there's some obvious ones, I suppose, like, you know, getting out on the road. That's definitely one to play all these songs for people finally. Yeah, definitely that. We, I would love to get on a couple festivals if possible. Those I've done those with other bands and it's so fun. Uh, oh. yeah. So yeah, that's that's one. And it, even though it's obviously going to happen, I'm just ready for this album to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. It feels like we've been waiting forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, which it comes out November 11th, I do believe, is the right. Yes, thing. that's correct. November 11th. Um, yeah, for your, I don't your know. holes. Yeah, and I guess I mean just lastly, so yeah, touring, getting the album out there. Uh, world like, domination. World domination. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Also, we'll be dropping the show on November 10th. Oh, nice. So, so tomorrow, get, <laughs> get our album. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had to, I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very Not cool. tomorrow, to, like right now, tomorrow, but future like future us. tomorrow. Future yeah. us. Future <laughs> us. When you hear this tomorrow. That's very Bill and Ted. <laughs> Don't forget to wind your watch. <laughs> yeah. Those of you who Check get that joke. <laughs> um, do you guys have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves in the music industry? Just be true to yourself and don't try to ride on the latest trend. If you've got something that's really going to touch people, it's going to be something that comes from you and not from just trying to copy the latest thing. Yeah. And, and okay. even if, and even if, you know, um, whatever comes out of you is sort of, you know, on the same sort of trail as something that's out right now, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, but as long as you follow what's inside, I feel like I'm like a guidance counselor or something. <laughs> if you follow, follow your heart. Your heart. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, it's just as long as if you do, if you are writing something that means something to you and you're not doing it for trending or money or whatever, then someone's going to notice and you're going to touch someone like that. And for me, that's the biggest thing. Like as, as long as the stuff that you're writing means something to someone else as much as it does to you, then I think you've already won. Yeah, I think that's a big one. And I always tell people to if you're going to try to do it, that you're going to get told no way more times than you're going to get told yes, but it's, but that's okay. You know, and you just gotta like, don't let the nose get you down because it doesn't mean that you're terrible or anything like that. It's just a, that's just kind of the nature of it. And you got to just keep getting out there and working at it, you know, and, and getting better and finding people like, like with us, one of our biggest assets is just that we really enjoy writing together and playing together and working together. And if you can find your people um, where you just have this kind of great, you know, like chemistry and you can and create well together, that's, that's huge. So just, you know, stick, like stick around through it, find your people and yeah. you'll be all right. And you never really know whenever something's going to come along because it will almost it can almost blindside you sometimes. It probably almost guaranteed will blindside you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that.
Jaina Jennings, 's and you mentioned the um the nose the one piece of advice that honestly, what about my nose 
<laughs> Getting a right. no answer. This was something that was actually told to me not long ago, and I like to pass it on because I love this advice, is that when you're told no, you're not taking a step back. You're just in the same position you were. Right. A mm-hmm. no is not a negative. It's just a, hey, it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. And it can be fuel sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes, you know, like it's, sometimes it's maybe, you know, one no, what seems devastating, but then you get a different yes later that you wouldn't, weren't even expecting in the first place that ends up being better than the, the no that you had been going after, you know? So Absolutely. And it's hard, it's hard to sometimes keep that in perspective. If you feel like you're just, you know, killing yourself, trying to <laughs> out it like in the trenches, so to speak. Um, but you just, you got to try your best to hold out for that. Cause that, that totally can happen. Like Tyler saying with the blindsided yeses and stuff. I mean, like, I, I won't speak for you, but I have the feeling that you never thought that you were going to end up playing with like with queen with actual queen, you know, oh, I mean, hell no. that's <laughs> like not something that you're just like, Oh yes. If I just, I'll do this and then I'll go do this. And then queen will call me like, you know, that, that was, stuff yeah. kind of comes out of nowhere. That was so. never, ever on my radar. Yeah. So, so there you go. There you go. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all sitting in on this and I'm looking forward to the new EP or full album. Full album. Full, full yeah. album. Even better. Um, looking forward to the tour. Let me know if you guys are coming through Atlanta because I think that'd be pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would definitely be awesome. There's a lot of, I guess they're all still there, still there, like Smith's Old Bar and all that stuff. All of them are still there. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Very cool. Might even tag them in the show to give them a little heads up. Hey, these guys are coming. Make room. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. Sweet. Y'all come to Atlanta. You've got to come to the studio. Absolutely. That's, that's the only rule, you know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only uh, stipulation. That's right. Yeah. Gotcha. I think we can make that happen. Yeah, we won't fight you on that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much. And I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Yeah, All you right. too. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Anytime. Later, y'all. Bye.